Talking Tesla. Talking Tesla. Tesla. I'm not sure if like my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator. They put rings on Elon. It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm. I don't really need to touch the steering wheel there, Tom. Oh, I'm sure there's some math. So SpaceX, <laughs> here's the deal. Um, landing a rocket on a drone ship is key. Charger, 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 charger. <laughs> How am I expected to drive a car without autopilot? Safety. Charger, charger, charger. <laughs> you know, I'm not a good parker, Tom. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. I just think that this is a car company that is run by super geeks. All the other cars are going to be stupid cars compared to this car. You don't even have to I remember that. You've got a Model X. I have seen the future, and it is light pole charging. No, I wouldn't call it a screw-up. Do you like your Model X? God, it's beautiful. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's start the show. This, I think that's a great idea. Is an old-fashioned, uh-huh. Back to the Future type of talking Tesla number one forty-seven. One forty-seven, which is a general show. Mm-hmm. This is not the exclusive Patreon show. No, and so we have to do a better job. It's not a major general show. It's just a general, like a one-star general. The show. reason this show is going to be better than any show of the last, I don't know, three to six months is because there's no cameras, and the cameras make us anxious because we're as ugly as dogs. Buttocks. The cameras don't make me anxious, but I will tell you they this. Do make this me show is becoming a lot like Elon and his Tesla making decisions, right? So imagine erratic, erratic, right? Like it's weekly, it's every two weeks, it's monthly, it doesn't exist. It's cheaper. We're closing the stores. (laughs) We're keeping the stores open. We're making the cars half as much. No, we're going to make them twice as expensive. We're only going to close half the stores. Autopilot's 2,000. No, it's going to be 5,000, but maybe it'll be 8,000. But if you already paid for it, we're going to give you early access to something that also doesn't work. Can I use that on Elon Daily? Because that is the best summary of the last few months I've ever heard. That is genius, Tom. Genius. I've been holding on to that for a little while. Does it? It feels exactly like that. Uh, this it's, show? Yeah. So if you're a fan of Tesla, that's why you're a fan of this right, show. Because we embody the yeah. catharsis of Tesla and Elon. And next time Elon makes a massive change to something, we will likely film this on the beach or something. I, we'll find another way in another which venue. to produce this show. Yeah. Actually, it's upsetting. We're actually all planning on having individual daily shows. Yeah, when does yours? <laughs> when does yours start? It's not going. Then to. we can combine them every month. We confuse them together. But your show is is very informative. There's so much information in there. Really? Does it bother anybody at all that like eighteen, nineteen percent of it's not really correct? No, eighteen or nineteen. <laughs> it's Maybe in the no, <laughs> I mean, I didn't do the actual math because I don't know if you knew about this show. We don't do math on this show. Yeah. I was saying to Tom, one of the beautiful things about Elon Daily is that nobody can contact me. <laughs> there is no email. There's no website. I can't get the Twitter to work. Uh-huh. I just get to say whatever I like uh-huh. in complete ignorance, uh-huh. and nobody has to correct me. Nobody can correct me. Nobody should. Correct. No, nobody should. But if you'd like to send him a message, feel free to send it through this show. Oh, Tom yeah. will be happy to send it in a correction or two. Yeah, yeah we're going to have we're going to have even more letters since we haven't bothered with letters for how many right. months has it been? But in all seriousness, there is another show. It's called Elon Daily, and if you like to hear about Tesla, 
It's one of the shows you can listen to. It is absolutely one of the other shows. Uh-huh. It's, it's accurate to about uh, 80%. It tells the story of a young Australian man and his journey through <laughs> Tesla. You are using definitions so loosely that <laughs> we're in theme. Was it the young or the Australian? <laughs> the, or ma- yeah, man? the man? I don't know. There's can I talk of... about my Powell, though? Oh, p- I've been oh, talking about please. it on Elon Daily, and there's probably have a lot you? of people that haven't listened to Elon Daily that listen to this show, because there's a lot more people <laughs> listen to this stupid show what, than the other stupid show. What are the stats of Elon Daily? Uh, it's, I listen. Robert listens. That's that's two. one. Oh, two. You too. I listen. Right. That's three. That's three. All right. Yeah, so at least the... you're getting three hits a week. Uh-huh. It's a, a day. The stats, and you know, it's getting about fifteen hundred people a day listening. But Ooh. because it's a daily, it's like one of the highest rated tech podcasts. Yeah. On iTunes. Yeah. But it goes all over the place. It goes into the top ten, and then it drops down to hundred, and then yeah. it goes to the top ten, it goes hundred. At one point, Whoa. I was in the Tesla, and both of the shows were in the top podcast technology. Oh, yeah. Section. That's right. And then the next day, I'm gone. What is that sound? Is that the sound of Tom patting himself on the back? No, it's the sound no. of who the hell gives a crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't, I don't know how it works. I mean, clearly both shows got into tune in. So good on you. What, what stats are more important? The stats of Talking Tesla or Elon Daily or Mel's Powerball? None of the stats matter to <laughs> us Powell. because we do this because we love each other even yes. though sometimes it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> and because we love talking about this stuff, and you're about to hear an hour of just the most loving, Dribble. fabulous <laughs> Tesla information you could ever hear. So welcome to the show, Mel. Yes. Tell us about your power walls. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you don't listen to Elon Daily, you wouldn't know that I got a power wall last uh, week. power wall? Three. Three power power walls. Yeah. So I've got like about a, I don't know, uh, about a 15 kilowatt system. Mm -hmm. So I got three power walls. I've been waiting for a year and a half, two Mm -hmm. years, however long Long it is. Long time. They finally got the three power walls. They installed them. So the installation day was exciting. Uh, They're big. Uh, They're on a concrete slab outside, but they're beautiful. They're slick and they're silent. You want to hear what they sound like? 50 dBs, according to the Elon Daily. Is it a little bit like an ASMR thing happening on the side of your house? (laughs) What's an ASMR? That's those whispering YouTube videos where people talk really loud. We're going to talk about Tesla. We could do a whole ASMR show of this if you wanted. Actually, I know a few people who actually did listen to Talking Tesla to fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what ASMR is. I know, but for some reason, we do click on that since we talk about such enthusiastic and enlivening subjects. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, they're in. Okay. And uh, I can't recapture the excitement that was on Elon Daily. No, it felt so hard. The idea, like today, I got up, (laughs) the sun is shining. Uh, uh Uh-huh. And uh, the power wall starts charging, charging, charging. And then um, by, you know, 10 o'clock, the sun's really shining. And I put all the extra panels on. And the power wall is charging. The Model 3 is charging. Mm-hmm. The house is getting what it needs. By the middle of the day, the power wall uh-huh. is full. I've charged the X and I've charged the 3. And now I'm sending stuff to the grid. Mm-hmm. So the magic of distributed energy, yeah. solar panels, uh-huh. uh, the power wall, yeah. uh, backup now. Yeah. If, if the grid goes down, I can live off my power wall uh-huh. and... And the rest of you can go to hell, frankly. 
Um, and so there's an app you. and an app that shows you where uh-huh. the energy is flowing. Let me just pull the app. It's up in the Tesla it. app, is it not? It's in the Tesla. It magically shows up in the Tesla yeah. app underneath your it's cars. It's not magic. And the flow, you, my favorite part is the, the flow. Switch. So it shows the solar right now. There's 11.2 uh-huh. kilowatts of solar being generated. Uh-huh. Uh, two, uh, 1.3 is being used in the home. Oh. And 10 kilowatts is going into the grid. The power wall, none's going in there because it's chock-a-block. It's full. <laughs> it's it's absolutely bursting it's with electrons. So that's pretty amazing. So congratulations, Mel. On the Elon Daily, and, and I just, I never get tired of thinking and talking about Elon Daily on the show. <laughs> it's really a big show. On the Elon Daily, you talk talked oh about my. the costs of these power walls. And for a moment this yes. morning while I was listening to it, <laughs> it felt like you were trying to justify the cost of them, that there was an actual payback period. Yeah, there is. There's no way there's an actual payback period on three power. What is it? Okay. Let's take all the subsidies out of it or leave them uh, in. I don't care. Okay. And you pay yeah, what's the net net X cash? amount of dollars. Yeah. Like and and how and you pay fourteen cents a kilowatt hour? No. Way more than that. Okay. But you're already producing more power. You were already producing more power into the grid, right? And getting credits for those. Well, let me give you an example. Oh, please. So uh, let me tell you about the studio here. The studio here has a good solar array. Uh-huh. We make more in a day than we use. Okay. But because there's time of use and the most expensive time to use the electricity is sort of six to eight after the sun goes down. When no one's here. When, no, when the Jay's coming home and things are happening. <laughs> okay. And things are being turned on. I still have like bill like 200 bucks a month or more. For here. the electricity portion of your yeah. bill. Yeah. For the electricity portion, and that's okay. time of use. So one way to fix that is if you have a power wall, is then you can just charge it up during the day and then pay it off. So the, the payback period here would be pretty long. I think I said on Elon Daily, I didn't buy these for, no, you did. I, I, for I wasn't... getting the money back. But there are places like in Hawaii, for example, uh, Hawaii. Where, where time of use, the difference between what you pay in the middle of the night uh-huh. versus what you pay in peak periods is huge. Yeah. So if you go to other people's like uh, Teslanomics and other mm-hmm. people, they've done the payback period and you can get payback periods of as early as four years and as much as like 15 years. Okay. So it all depends on your particular situation. But once you have it, it's not about the payback period. It's like, <laughs> it's just oh, I'm that. my own. I am the DWP of my house. It depends That's on true. one more factor. What's like, that what is your copay on your antidepressant? Because it gives <laughs> Mel such joy yes. that yeah. I don't yes. think, it, I don't even think Again, Viagra, I mean, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> Prozac could give wow. him that. When I brought it up, I lift. knew that it wasn't about that because he did mention, and full disclosure, I listened to the show. I hear the words. Yes. He says he did it for a lot of reasons. One being being prepared in case there was an earthquake. So or a zombie I, attack. I get it. Or a zombie right. apocalypse. One of his favorite things are the zombie apocalypse yeah. and being prepared. And well, the zombies a... appreciate the lights being left on so they can find <laughs> you. Yes. Right? All that stuff. But again, I and I and I and that was a little bit obviously tongue-in-cheek. And I'm not trying to come down you. I'm just curious, like, for your usage, the payback's got to be 15, 20 years. I don't know what it's going to be. And I'm going to wait for I've used it for a while. And then I'm going to get back to you. Okay. Because uh, I don't know. But I'm happy for you, and I am. I think the payback period is probably going to be around 10 years. Ecstatic to get mine, mostly because what they won't come with. Your payback period is going to be what? It's going to be actually zero. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a good payback period. But that actually means that at some point, Tesla has to put them in. Yes. yes. They have to call me. 
yes. email me, message me, and say, hey, uh, we got your pure, pretty red power walls. Where would you like them? Remind sir? the people why your payback period is going to be zero. It's actually not going to be zero because they're going to stick you with the installation cost. They're not. They're not? No. It's all part of the deal. Now, why are you getting a free power wall? Because of all of the listeners of this show, not the people who listen to Elon Daily, the people that listen to this show and the referral programs that have uh, existed, changed, not existed, are back again. And here's something. Here's a little bit of a segue into my own personal Tesla story. Oh. So uh, right now, there's a new referral program for for all people. (laughs) And if you... If you refer somebody, you get 1,000 miles of charging. If you don't already have free supercharging for life, you get 1,000 miles of charging. Yes. And they get 1,000 miles of charging. Super cool. And you get 1,000, and you get 1,000, and you get 1,000. And that made me really excited, except for this particular – and then the other thing is if you have free supercharging, you get two entries into the quarterly – uh, you can win a Y or the yearly or the no, it's the, no, monthly, it's the monthly Y, y. quarterly Roadster, right? Y. Is that what it is? Quarterly Roadster. So monthly, monthly Y, monthly y. y, quarterly Roadster. What? You get two entries instead of the supercharging because you already have supercharging. Now I drive a Model Three. Yes. Right. I'm the one out there telling people to use my referral code Laney ninety three hundred because it's amazing <laughs> and really awesome <laughs> and you should all use it. But I because the the account is tied to the S that yes. has free supercharging. I don't get supercharging uh, on my Model 3 because yeah. of the way the account is set but up. you get two chances at a Y every month. And I'd much rather have the supercharging attached to my account. So I'll be sending them an email. We'll see. But how does that Split. work? Because my account, therefore, would be linked to the first Tesla I had, which had free supercharging. But that Tesla has gone away you have to look. You can actually see it if you log into your account. But the interesting thing about my what? account, if I go into my account and click on my Model 3, it says I have free supercharging, even though if I look around this room, nobody believes that. Nobody, no, we all know I don't have free supercharging. In fact, my car is being supercharging right now in the Cabazons because it's 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 in Cabazon no. with my family, oh. and I'll likely get a bill for that. What are you driving today? I'm driving a, a Chevy Volt. Oh, that's you plugged in at the charger. I've been hypermiling. Do you need to charge? Because well, I'm plugged in. I'll see, ladies are. and gentlemen, boys and girls, controversy. There's only one charger here at the uh, studio. And no now. power walls here. So no power I have walls. two chargers at my house. What's happening here? I don't know. So tell me. Here's my app. Uh-huh. Tell me if I get free so you get it, right? So yours says you and whoever you refer each get 1,000 supercharging And yours miles. doesn't say that? No, here, I'll pull show it you. Out. I'm gonna pull. Whip it out, Tom. Give us a good <laughs> look at like it. looks like you don't believe so me. So the boys are You're looking at their friends. loot boxes. And, and, yeah, uh, the loot box, which was gone and now is back. Again, a parallel to this show gone, is, back, is gone. the Tesla thing. Uh, so uh, let me give you the blow by blow. Both uh, Tom and Robert have their phones out. They uh-huh. are looking so at their loot box. I am and... looking at my loot box, and the first thing it says is "Share your code, Robert three one seven seven. Oh, he just threw that in because <laughs> Robert wants a roadster. Are you sure it doesn't say Laney ninety three hundred? No. Are you positive about that? Okay. Tom, what does yours and say? That, okay, mine says free supercharging. Share your code yeah. to give friends one thousand miles of free supercharging when they purchase a new Tesla. Each referral gives you. Two chances to win a Founder Series Model Y monthly and Founder Series Roadster Supercar quarterly, both signed by Elon 
und France. Mine does not say that I get a thousand. I know it doesn't. What? No, it does. No. You. Oh, it does say. Sorry, that you. That's <laughs> that's the English you, this right? This is you oh. and each. See the you? Yeah, and the that's each. me. That's and a, the whomever. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that means so you So that would be me and the right, whoever. So that means your main Tesla on your account does not have free supercharging for life. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, my code is Mel nine eighty three. I want to <laughs> What's your code, buddy? Uh, Mel ninety nine eighty three. Ninety nine eighty three. Now he's got That's that a huge number. He's got that daily show. He could say that every day on the show, and we would just be getting surpassed. Yeah. I have s- never said it on the show, but I have posted it on the show, and I've got absolutely. Let me just check here. <laughs> no referrals. <laughs> you can't. I don't even know if you can see referrals anymore. Yeah, so. no. Well, you probably can if you have any, but uh, we have none. So, so uh, there it is. Um, so this works out great. If any one of us wins a Y, who wants it? I want it. I want the Roadster. That I just want to put that out there. I I want I'm, the Y. When my when my Model S is ready to go, uh-huh. I'll just take the Roadster. I saw an OG Roadster on the freeway today while I was hyper miling in the Volt. OG, the I original gangster. I didn't see it for very long. Yeah, I was <laughs> out with sure. uh, with Rob the other night. We went and played pool, and he brought his OG Roadster. It looked so small. Mm. It's tiny, you know, and it's it's. So, like, last generation, but it's such a classic. It is. It is almost a classic. It's like a classic go-kart of awesomeness. It is tiny it's when you see them. It's a whip-ass go-kart. And, and I was on the Tesla website today just poking around, and, and the, the battery upgrade for the original Roadster yeah. currently sold out. $29,000, but sold out. I don't, I don't think people And how much range stuff. does it give you? Like four or five, hundred miles range? Four or five hundred percent. What? <laughs> Four or five something. <laughs> hey, yeah. can I tell you about something else that is exciting oh, that happened to me today? Please do. Please do. Uh, well, <laughs> so much enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, I got uh, a little Model 3 uh, notification on the app. Hey, you've got an update. <gasps> and of course, I think for one millisecond, boom, and I hit it and I update it. And then I go out to the car uh-huh. and it's that 5% power increase. And so then, of course, I went, boom, charge all the way up, ring. And I got to 322 miles of range in my Model 3. What? What? Fist pumping. Wow. I got that like a month ago. (laughs) So what's the current version of software that you are rocking on your car? Uh, One moment, please. Let me just get out of this section here, blow by blow. Uh, Let's go over to here and then let's switch product. And then we'll go to Model 3. And then one moment, it takes a little while here, and then I, you I zoom up. Ju- I've got it. This is a verbal show. Obviously, <laughs> we're getting the blow by blow. I just got an update as well yesterday. What? Very exciting. What? what? Because my update, the last one I had was like 2018 50. Point eight. Hmm? I mean, it was like 18. ancient. So old. Ancient. So old. How old? old. Ancient. <laughs> Now I'm up to 2019.8.3. Oh, I've been surpassed. I beat you both. 20.8.4. What? 20 what? 20.8? 20, sorry. 2019. Use your words, Mel. 20, <laughs> 2019. Uh-huh. 8. 4. Whoa, you're uh, one week ahead of I'm me. I'm at 2019.5. Oh, what a loser. .15. <laughs> I don't even have sentry mode yet. Yeah. Oh, what? You know, when, when people are those OG Tesla owners, like from over three years ago, mm-hmm. and, you know, are supposed to get sort of some sort of a quick reference, mm-hmm. you know, you would think, mm-hmm. you would think mm-hmm. that uh, 
a group of fellas mm. who are owning, I don't know, what do we own between us? Nine cars? I think we've owned all, all of them. them. Eight Teslas? Uh-huh. Nine Teslas? Mm-hmm. Between the three of us? Mm-hmm. And who have been driving them since like tw- early 2013 mm-hmm. and who like spend so much time out of their lives mm-hmm. obsessing over all of this would actually <laughs> get an update really fast so we no. could talk about it no. on the show? No. no, Or at least they should call us and say oh when's your next episode let's make sure we download something to you push it out so robert i know we've talked about this ad nauseum but the obvious reason why that doesn't happen is because they've listened to the show and speaking of service and you spoke about service I just had to have the X in. Do you want to know why? Did I speak about service? <laughs> no, because I was trying I, to do a transition did. that didn't exist. That's a nice segue. Uh, okay, so good. I yeah, took the segue, X in because, uh, one, mm-hmm. windscreen wipers on the driver's side were going too far out. They're going over the side of uh-huh. the car and back. Let me Boom. translate for America. Windshield wipers. Go Thank ahead. You. Next. Uh, two, uh, the rear center air conditioning duct had no air blowing out of it. Rear mm-hmm. central air conditioning duct. In the... In the X. In the X. Okay, and so they X. had to... They said it was just installed wrong, so they took it apart and put it together properly. <laughs> You're holding it wrong. Thank you. And then um, for two months, I haven't been able to log in with my app. And then I noticed as we were driving that I couldn't get any supercharge information, like which ones are full and which ones aren't full. And it turned out that the LTE module on the X had exploded. It's not working anymore. On the plus side, it's only a $120,000 car that's like four months old. Yeah. I mean, what's the big deal? Nothing. So <laughs> that's, it went in and it had to go in for three days. Oh, fun. And, oh, no, ro- no Ranger. And I, no Ranger. They didn't even bother, didn't even ask, or maybe they knew that it needed more than Ranger. Although these are the things like I would think that they could do on the house. We can't, we don't need to send just the Ranger. We have to send. The Lone Ranger. <laughs> What's the definition of an intellectual? I don't know. Somebody can listen to the William Tell Overture and not think of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I never, actually, I never put those two together. There you go. I must be an intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, more. Okay, so that's, we could talk about that for a long time. Like, service center, Ranger, where is uh-huh. this thing? Uh, three days. Now, they asked me, do you want a car? And I'm fine because I've got an extra car right now. But, but, but you said on the show... Overall, you enjoyed your experience. The experience was great. They were quite lovely. Uh-huh. And I got to walk back from dropping it off, which was seven and a half miles. And I like a good walk. So I walked all yeah, the way that's, home. Yeah, that's great, buddy. That's super fun. Yeah. For some people, not so much. Um, but guess what, ladies what? and gentlemen, what, boys what, and what, girls? What, what? Uh, as I picked up the X, I said, thank you very much. Now, could you schedule me an appointment for my S? Oh. Because my S is also broken. It's a piece of... What's wrong with the S? You I'm going to see... Busted ass? I have a busted S. Uh, now, Why? This is sort of like car no, talk. S. <laughs> this is like car talk. I recorded the noise that the S is making. So okay. when you get into the S and you sit yourself down, you get this noise that's coming from sort of the glove compartment area. Are you ready? So this I is the, so let me ready. This Wait, clear. I want to get in my car talk be... voice over here. Okay, play the sound for us over this here. Is... This is what you hear when you put your ass down in your ass? <laughs> oh, my God. So it's your ass is making a noise. Please play the ass. I know what that is. Yeah, me too. What is that? You have a woodpecker in your glove <laughs> box. No, 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 no. There's like a little tiny like wood carver like Geppetto. <laughs> he's in there. He's just, he's making like custom HEPA yeah. filters. It's all part of the biohazard 
thing. You guys didn't read the Japan. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, there it's are always. endangered woodpeckers here in the San Fernando Valley. You better let it out or the Sierra Club is going to come and burn your ass. What is that? It's Diagnose it, it for uh, me. It, it is it's called the a relay. It's called a relay. Is it? Yeah. So you think it's the blinker relay? Or do you think... I, I think in some way it sounds like it's the vent actuator not allowing it to open and close mm. properly. This is in the S. In the S. It's no, in his vent, S. No, no ass. <laughs> S, no, have vent actuator. Oh, you mean like the singular one in the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, not the, the, the one, main yeah. one that like mm. when you like you shut down Sounds the like vents. But I think you might be right. It could be like a blinker relay gone bad. <laughs> could you come over uh, and fix it for me since you know so much about this? I mean, well, you I could got... find it. So my guess is it's it's if he's right, it's a little metal housed thing. Yes. Thing and that is and it's housed. plugged into something else. And you'll actually be able to, if you broke out your doctor stethoscope, you could hear which one was doing it, And then you pull it out and the noise would stop. Whatever it was doing would also <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, so there's that. And they say, yeah. uh, well, you know how Elon said now, basically you'll be able to get um, an appointment within a day, uh-huh. even within an hour. Yeah. And it'll be done within an hour or so. Uh-huh. So uh, two weeks from now, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be able to fix that. Oh, that's hour. good. And then it'll take them. I mean, three the nice days. thing is, Elon says things daily. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name for a show. Hey, can I tell you what? So uh, we need to come on. Can we improve the service because these cars keep having to go back in? And oh, wait, me. wait, wait. Uh, no, Mr. Carter. Yeah, Mr. Carter. <laughs> we can, but but we're not now. Um, can I tell you another thing? Oh, please. While I was at the service center, there was a woman who was irate in no. the service center, just Seriously. beside herself. That was her name. No, it was oh. a way of acting as oh, if upset. Oh, oh, I could it, could and, that her name wasn't Irene being yeah, irate. irate. Irene. She was beside herself. There was her and her other self. <laughs> okay. It was that crazy. Makes me upset and as she well. was like, This is the third time I've had to bring my car in. They keep breaking the back window to get into my trunk. It's the third oh, time. No. It's the third time. Like What's yelling not, at people like did they it tell was her Tesla's to, fault. Did they tell not. her to move? That's what one of the guys says, like, where are you parking it? <laughs> Robber Central? Where, where do you live? And what do you In keep Rob putting Bill? in your car that they keep getting out? I know. Oh, wow. Another MacBook Pro. Woo. <laughs> yeah. But she was very upset. And then you know, I thought to myself, self. I love, uh, that. I love that. It never gets old. Sentry mode. And I didn't want to go because she was oh, yes. yelling loudly, but I wanted to go and say, have you turned on Sentry Mode? Do you have that update? Maybe Excuse Tesla me, could just push that out to you. Do you listen to Elon Daily? I don't have Sentry Mode. Well, have you been broken into? You don't live in Robsville. Robsville. That's not my bill. <laughs> no, so far about? I've not yet been broken into, although I, uh, I do think about it. I don't want to be broken into. Just leave the back thing down so they can just look in and see there's nothing of interest in there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's a good piece of advice there. Keep your or, door open. actually, what you should get, here's an idea, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So leave the back seats down and in the trunk get a whole bunch of fake poo. And just scatter it around. So the robber looks in and is like, that car's full of shit. I'm not going in there. And they'll walk on. Yeah, oh, the, old, that? the old fake poo theorem. The old fake poo, you're not going to break into my car trick. I think it's really uh-huh. impressive that people do have, I think, an, a, an extra amount of faith in Elon and Tesla, right? People, if you go on the forums, and for years we've been getting letters People have complaints, even some in this very uh, studio, what? that are, if you, like, would you have this complaint of a Chrysler car? 
What complaint? Of it getting you broken name it. into? Anything. Anything we hear. Oh, I mean, if I took my finish. Chrysler car in for three weeks, the fit and finish, no, I agree with you. But if I took my Chrysler in and they were like, oh, we can't get that for three weeks. No, I mean, like, fit and finish. Chrysler cars are no better no, than No, all cars have fit and finish issues. Yes. That thing, to me, that's a no, that's a non-issue anymore. Like, I mean, walk like, away from People that. don't walk into a... Chrysler Service Center complaining that, you know, they actually have to put gas in their car and they don't know where the gas cap is or that. I can has... almost guarantee you that's happened. I'm, they, they, I'm being <laughs> I've seen people try to fill up Tesla with gas. I've yeah. seen it. It's but I'm like, I just find it interesting uh-huh. that people have so many yeah. interesting complaints that would not exist if they were doing it with a different car. It's just like Tesla's at fault for everything. Well, I think the other thing that you have to realize is that people share this information with us yeah. because of we have the show and we talk about the stuff and we read a lot about it. And again, you get a lot of weird things. So the first article of the week, yes. speaking of such, oh, we, we haven't started yet. And the century mode is, is a teslarati.com, one of our all-time favorite websites full you, of Gene. Teslas and Rotties. Yes. And this that too. first article is speaks a little bit to why people hate Teslas. And Maybe. that is? I don't know. So the sentry mode has been activated, and sentry mode puts all the cameras on and records the gummings and goings on around the car yes. in the 360-degree fashion. yet? It's not the back one yet, is it? It's the front it and sides. It is the front and the two side cameras that are in front of the driver passenger doors, right? So just behind the first wheel, the mm-hmm. front wheel. Okay. Those three are activated, not the backup camera yet. yet. And recently, a young lady was getting into her car parked next to a Model 3 and for whatever reason decided she would write some stuff on in the tesla maybe she didn't have a notepad and she wanted to remember some things maybe uh other things were going on with her that day but she caused nine hundred dollars of damage in some poor young person's model three let me just set it up a little bit more so she's about to get into the suv she's got the kids she stealthily backs up to the model three with her hand behind her back and uh, quite aggressively keys the crap out of the model three for apparently no other reason than the fact that it's a Model 3. Well, we don't know what the reason we is. Don't we don't know the motivation. In the comments section, people were saying maybe the Tesla guy parked too close to her and she was frustrated. Regardless of the why, don't do things like that to people's automobiles. But- Particularly to a Model 3 on with Sentry Mode on, which got a perfect picture of her face, and so they were able to charge her with willful destruction. Thank you very much. Oopsie. Yeah, I like that the video starts out, you know, you can pick a frame to put on your video. It starts out with her in handcuffs. Yeah, <laughs> It's pretty awful what she's doing. She's just scratching and scratching and scratching. And How do you tell the kids that? Oh, mommy, why are they taking you away? Well, basically because I'm a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. I'm a vandal. Yes. And I deserve to go to jail. Omp, 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 dance with you. And Be the, the funniest thing is she doesn't have... Like, any idea about Tesla other than she hates them. You don't know. That she's putting her butt right up against the camera. It's How's that? What's that sound? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do if you put your butt against it. But I remember, like, back in the day when everybody was hating on Hummers. You know, it's uh, they're terrible, they're destroying the planet. 
I never got it into my head. Next time I see a Hummer, I'm going to try and do a couple of thousand dollars worth of damage by keying it. Why would you do well, that? People were doing that. There people were putting guy, sugar and shit in people's gas. They was, don't do that. One guy who went to a Hummer lot and set a bunch on fire. Mm. That's eco-terrorism. It's just the same as terrorism. Don't silly, do that. Silly, silly. Put a note. It's got terrorism in it. Uh, well, therefore it must be. So <laughs> write a lo- lovely note saying you're car is killing my children. Please get another one. Something you know, like that. Or, or thank you for buying a Tesla and trying to save the planet. I was going to scratch your car, but I decided to write this note instead. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that's good. <laughs> okay, let's do the next article. I think we've talked enough. We don't want to be a downer, but here's another one from the Tesla that is arty. It's by Simon Alvarez that writes a lot mm-hmm. of articles for Tesla Arty. Jay Leno. Oh, who can do a good Jay Leno? Did not know you had Leno in you. That you is so good. Awesome. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, oh, that guy. Stop laughing now. Jay Leno. You know, it's just better doing an audio show because. Yeah, we can't I'm just, do this, uh, this on is, camera. This is way better. Way better. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. All the gesticulations, yeah, the, the bending over, the, the fluid <laughs> movements. Oh, my God. If we did hey, this. Hey, can we, just, can we just keep going with the show? Come on. <laughs> come on, Mel. Let's, let's talk about the cars. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, he's a big, big car guy. He's got lots of money. He's got, I don't know, like hundreds of cars and a big hangar. And he said this about the Model S to USA Today. He said this. I have a Tesla Model S. That's the future. I predict a child born today, most likely by the time they're 18, may not have ever ridden in an internal combustion car. I think the electric car is the future. And I think he misspoke. Right. Because what I think he meant to say was, I predict a child born today, most likely by the time they're 18, may not have ever driven an ice car. Because uh, clearly... There's 400 million freaking ice cars on the road right now. A child born today doesn't want having anything to do with your stupid ass ice car. That's what he meant to say. But he didn't want to say that because he'd get bleeped like I just got bleeped. Beep. How would he say it? I predict the day tonight's like. I can't do it, Tom. You're just too good at it, mate. He owns, by the way, a 1909 Baker Electric, the once popular electric car that actually had a decent range back in 1909 of 80 miles, which they point out in this article was better than the first generation Leaf. That's true. And he's still waiting for his battery upgrade from the Baker company. It's weird. He ordered it a long time ago. It's been a long time. He is also uh, confused as to why... Uh, there are people in America that have negative vibes against Tesla. It's like, isn't this an American company yes. built in America yes. with American workers and yes. American manufacturing? Yes. And why are people upset the, about them? 60% of the parts come from North America. So he was very confused. Like, I hear people hating on Tesla and I'm like, I just can't work out why. It's because there's sort of like this elitist thing that's running through Tesla from the very beginning because it had to have been, right? Because only... People with a a large amount of the dollars were able to get into the Tesla, so it attracted a certain type of people that had a certain type of money. And today, we're there's a lot of people who are leaning a little bit more towards the socialist aspects of the world and just are right. not happy with yeah. that kind of a thing. I don't agree with it because, again, this is how early adopters do things. All over the place. And and if you look at comment after comment after comment in other websites about the price changes in Tesla, you talk about early adopters. When the first 
computers came out. How expensive were those things? Super. Super expensive. But the people that bought them made it possible for us to buy them for $1,000. And the first cell phones were these big, giant things. Very expensive, and service was expensive. But because people adopted them, we are where we are today. So don't hate on early adopters of Tesla. Understand where they're coming from, where their mindset was, and just be thankful. It's the same thing with solar panels, right? Who is making the lion's share of the money from solar installations? It's not the Chinese who make the panels. It's the men and women who trained here yep. in the United States for a new career putting up putting up solar panels <laughs> and the electricians who wire them in uh-huh. and the city people who come and inspect them and tell you you have to wait three months to turn them on. <laughs> Those are all the uh-huh. people who are making the money. That's right. That What do we want to do? We want more jobs. We want high-paying jobs. We want tech jobs. What do we want? Solar. When do we want it? Now. What do we want? Solar. When do we want it? Now. It's fun. <laughs> I really would like to be a protester. Just to get together and sing some songs. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, but, you know, we expect there's going to be some weak Tesla deliveries this quarter. We think well, so. I don't know. The bulls and the bears are tossing on this one. And it sounds like the bears have been harping on the fact that deliveries are going to be weak mm-hmm. this quarter, mm-hmm. despite what? like details. You know, it's something about the details and things like this. Like in China, for example, in China, in Shanghai, where the the Model 3s are being offloaded yeah. from the big container ships, mm-hmm. there aren't enough delivery trucks in China, mm-hmm. China, to take the cars to the owners. Well, that's the problem all over the place. So the real question is this. Yes. Do we have concerns? Is the number that's important to us the production number, A? Yeah. The reservation order number, B? Or the delivery number? What's the real number so that, that talks to the health Three. A, B, and three. Did I say A, B, and three? Three. That's amazing. You didn't, but we made you think you did. Oh, that sucks. Thanks a lot. So which of those three things is the most important as it pertains to the health of Tesla in general? It would be delivery. It would, for me, it's still demand. It's orders. Well, but the problem is there are still people who put money down saying they want that car and they don't do anything about it. And they're sitting getting emails from Tesla saying, you still have a $1,000 deposit on a Model 3. Are you sure you don't want one? No, no, no. Not reservations. Orders. Demand for vehicles. Right. So it's like I ordered a vehicle and and I'm, and they've said we're going to build it and we put our $2,500 into it, but we can't deliver it because we don't have the staff to get it to you. But it's still... You can still back out of an order easier than you can of a delivered car. And once the car is delivered in their seven days, boom, you own it. I think it's the deliveries that make the most difference. And so they're tussling back and forth, back and forth over what's going to happen this quarter. Tussling. Yeah. And so the bulls have been very active. But in this Market Watch article that came out, they use some very interesting terminology. In fact, I had a difficult time teasing out what the F they're trying to say, but they said things like Tesla's first quarter deliveries may come in below expectations, but the bearish news literally is accounted for in that the stock price and the announcement could work as a de-risking event. I don't even understand what, what that what means. What the f- does that this mean? mean so basically they're saying because they've been bullish, I'm sorry, 
bearish down, bearish on Tesla for the last three months about deliveries, that now that Tesla's not going to deliver many cars, it's going to take the weight off and it's just going to prove that Tesla is not delivering enough cars. But I still feel like the delivery thing is important because of cash flow and for the stock market, but for the overall health, because we talked about this, about the Model Y event, is that going to start to have an impact on Model 3 orders, demand for the vehicles? We've seen big, big drops in Model S and X uh, demand in Europe since the Model 3 showed up there. Big, big drops that people are concerned about. Those are the things for me that are more long-term concerning as the health of, if I'm the health of the company. Again, if I can't deliver, that's something I can hire people. I can fix. I can fix that. But if I don't have people that want to buy them, I cannot fix that. So they expect Model 3 deliveries to be about 50,000. And uh, I hear S and X to be around 20,000. I don't know. For me... That's in the States, or is that global? That's global. Okay. And so uh, for me, there are three things that are important in this. Three things. Three (laughs) things. And three. One. Uh Uh-huh. And you ask about what determines the health of Tesla. Mm -hmm. I look at it in a very long term. I think like image, how many uh, people, car makers, uh, press people, how many people respond to the image of Tesla producing a clean vehicle that is the future that is going to take us away from the choked pollution cities of like China, which are the or, or India, which are like emblematic right now for man gone wrong. The second is copycats in China, in the United States, maybe in Europe, copycats, people trying to make electric cars because the people want electric cars and we're going to make a tiny electric car. We're going to make a big electric truck. We're going to make more electric vehicles. And the other is kids. Kids. How many kids see your Teslas and their eyes open up? And they want to touch your car. I mean, how many times have you had that experience? I've had it a bunch where kids get really excited. And then I just open the car up, make sure they don't have any like, you know, chocolate bars hanging out of their pockets. They're going to smear all <laughs> over my seat. Does the side of your Tesla say free candy by any chance? <laughs> no, no. And so that is what's absolutely so cool is that, you know, the people who are coming up that are going to inherit this planet, uh-huh. they see Tesla as a very positive image. And that's what really matters. And these quarter by quarter deliveries, I can sort of live without, except that I don't want Tesla to go out of business or make it look like this kind of an endeavor is a fool's errand. Okay. And so GM and everyone else abandons it. So I'm orders. He's deliveries. What's up, Mr. Tiebreaker? Orders. Now, that's a simplified answer because what matters right now, because they don't have a ton of cash in the bank, is it's all about deliveries. They need the cash flowing in. For the long term, I agree with you, it is orders. And so if they had a lot of money in the bank, the quarter to quarter wouldn't matter. But quarter to quarter matters for Tesla because they don't have Apple cash in the bank. So it's 50-50 for you then. I'm on the fence. I'm uh, I'm on the middle. And I am a bit worried, as you have noted, that with mo- as we get closer and closer to Model Y, whether we're going to see less and less Model 3 uh, desiringness. Uh, Desirability? Desirationlessness. And yeah. that could be like a year out. So you're ready for a new car and you're like, oh, I really want to get an electric car. Um, I see Model Y is coming, so I'm not going to buy a Model 3 right now, even though I, you know, it's a year away. I definitely see that. Here's my example. Here's my Ford's example. My S leases up at the end of the year. 
Why is probably not going to come out for six months? Why? Because they don't do it for another six months after that. Okay. What I'm going to do is nothing. I'm going to hand in my lease and I'm just going to like do the car shuffle and just deal without having a car until the why comes out. You're going to drive like the three most of the time, probably. Three most of the time when the sun comes home, we'll probably get in a wrestle matches about who can drive the car and he's going to be bigger than me and he's going to punch me out. It's not going to be a match. It's going to be him being like, can I have the key? <laughs> hey, hey, little man, little man, <laughs> give me the car. So, but I, I've that, talked to that, people already, friends who are like, I'm just about ready to get this. I've been saving up my pennies. Should I wait to buy a Model Y? And then we go through what the Model Y is versus the Model 3. And we're about 50-50 with the two people I've talked to about this. One saying, oh, I just want it now. And the other one saying, I'm going to wait for the Y. I want that. That seems bigger. It's got more cargo space. That's kind of the more thing that I want. It's going to be a problem. Have you talked to them about a used X? I have talked to them about a used X, but for a lot of people, it's interesting. That's too big a car is the answer that I've heard. Is it too big for you? It's not. It's too big for me personally. The wife likes it because she fills that thing full of s- stuff. Plus, she's like six nine. Your wife? Yeah, she's very, very big. Very she's tall, from Avatar. Tall woman. <laughs> Actually, she's five four. But yeah, she, she comes across. I mean, it's as in large. the ballpark. Personality is big, right? Like it goes with that. So I guess that's something for us to obsess about later in the year. But yeah, that'd um, be fun. I'd just say how if bad... you want it, you should get it because it gives you so much joy. Yes. Because from today, you're going to wait. Close to two years for a Y. What? Because the, there's a yeah, lot of people who want true, them. A true. lot of people have thrown reservations he put down. His money down. The first ones that are going to come out are going to be the super expensive one. It's seventy nine or eighty two thousand dollars. I know, I know, I know. I'm talking to the nation. The uh, Tesla in California. nation. The joy, the joy he of driving your first Tesla. I can't tell you how many people have. Put me, I'm just getting tweets like crazy. I'm so happy. This is a wonderful thing. It's so amazing. It's amazing. I'm never going back. The best car. Blah, 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 blah. You can have that experience today. Yeah. I tried to get my buddy to buy a Model 3 because he's in the market for a new car around the $35,000 $35, price tag. And, yes. and he just says it because of all of the stuff he hears, yes. right, about the, the quality of the vehicles, mm. the oh, service, all and all that other stuff. Mm. I think some of it he hears from me. Let's not say – I mean, we have had some issues with the threes. Let's not, let's not try to sugarcoat this There's situation. There's still issues with And the, the $35,000 – when you're like, uh, do I want the $35,000 Tesla? I've had the same thing. Uh, one of my friends looking for a new car, a little bit more expensive, happy to go up there. But when he drove the car, he was like, it doesn't have the fit and finish of a high-end Lexus, which is the kind of fit and finish I'm looking for. Yeah. And so, no. Yeah. Or even That simplistic inside was just like freaking me out. I'm like, yeah. There's, I need some more knobs. It's the future. It is, yeah. It is the future. It is. There's no and way I, around so it. You make a really good point. We are not going to see the why. In volume production for two years. Yeah. yeah. And so if you're in the market for a car right now, kind of like if you're in the market for a new computer, I'd, but I want to wait for the 10th generation Intel like Core i7. Yes. Get it now. It's yeah. going to be two years. Enjoy it. And then you can decide whether you uh, keep that one, trade it in, give it to your kids, whatever. Get it now. So I'm just saying go right now. Get that car right now. Right Fall now. of 2020. Don't Fall wait. of 2020 is when the Y will be off the hook. Why? 
That's when the first ones come out. But, Volume uh, well, production, not till the end but, of the year. But maybe, but maybe not though, because they did solve so many of. They went through this with the at, with the what with the three, whatever the hell it's called. They went through this. Yes, they're going to build it in a new factory, but that's going to give them more space, right? They likely won't have to do the tent thing. They'll likely have learned all of their lessons. I can't almost even believe I say some of these things. I know. This, of all people, I can't believe it. <laughs> I, I'm with you. And Elon said, here are the dates, here's when they're due. And he's like, yeah, maybe earlier. But when Elon says maybe earlier, that means not earlier. One thing I have to say in favor of the why mm-hmm. is that why? it's built so much of three parts. So they don't have to find new parts suppliers. They just have to fashion some different body panels and doors. But really, and the interior, like the B pillars, the A pillars, and so on, a different trunk. They have so much already in place, ready to go to build the Y. They just need these additional parts that keep it, that make it a little taller. Can they add more range? That's all I want. Because the actually, it's now that the uh, Model 3 goes uh, 325 miles, and look at the Y at 300 miles, and I think, uh, do I, uh, I still will get the Y, but I wish they would just drop a little bit more capacity in there and just give me 350. Come on. Just but it's, it's more than the first X is. It's going more once, than going most of the X's now are barely at that I know, number. but you know I've got this issue, I this know problem. You do, but I don't think it, it's not based in reality. I do like the speed of the charging of the Model 3. I yeah. haven't done any super fast charging, but I did get 500 miles I mean, charging. means 325 miles of range in the Model 3 And is... we have a report of a V2 supercharger update, upgrade. A Redditor got 627 miles oh, you're of giving, charging. You're taking away the story that's down lower into oh, the sorry. supercharger report. Sorry. Can you do it now? I no, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I think we should, you know, so we just talked about the deliveries. Okay. And anything else you want to talk about cars, Tesla? Like, how about, hey, Google, what's the price of Tesla? Tesla is trading at $279.80 a share after hours, down 0.02% from closing. It's not good. Is that down, a buy? That's down a hundred bucks from its peak. It was like a three eighty, three ninety. Is it a buy? Yeah. It's hard. To, it's still hard to say if it's a buy. Again, what's are we going to start to get into issues of capex, of cash flow, of all these things? They're pouring all this money into the Gigafactory in China. My guess is the cash flow burn for prepping Gigafactory in Sparks is. For Y, right, on that ramp up to production of the Y is going to start to cost some money. Yes. They're going to have to obviously be doing some training. They're going to have to obviously be buying some robots. They're going to have to obviously be buying raw materials. They're going to have to obviously be getting more lithium batteries, building more sleds. Like there's going to be this this crossing of the burn that's going to be pretty true. sizable. It's dependent on deliveries. If they deliver a ton of cars. That's true. Then they'll have more cash, and That's that will true. make things look better. If they end up delivering a lot more cars than predicted, you watch the stock price will go flying up. <laughs> well, so that's August 2nd that we're going to hear about that. As well, I August believe it— August 2nd? No. That's, I'm sorry, April 2nd. April like 2nd. The other month with an A you. in it. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what was really cool is that I caught a tweet from Elon that showed a Tesla Semi delivering— Model 3s. No. Yes. I'm no. trying to pull it up right now. No. Yes. I want to see that. Is that amazing? A Tesla delivering Teslas? 
Yep. They're electric. A Tesla humping uh, Tesla. Tesla. Here it is. Delivering Teslas to Tesla. Uh, let me see. Oh. Look, oh, let me give you the blow by blow, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. There's a Tesla semi. It is white. It is beautiful. It is aerodynamic. It is huge. It's, it's electric. Silver. It's silver. <laughs> It's silver white. Uh, it gets 500 miles range. On the back of this of is one, highlights. two, three, four Model 3s. This is the future. Dun, dun, dun. It's a weird trailer. Like, usually when we see Tesla Model 3s or any Teslas, there's a double, bigger, more of a double-decker kind of thing attached to the back of it. And there's about eight cars on it. This one has four, but there it is. It looks like this first white car can actually be jacked up on this device so they can put more cars under. So I don't think it's as fully... Uh, packed as mm-hmm. it could be. But I thought this was great. This was an Elon Musk tweet only 46 minutes ago. That's awesome. And since it is Saturday, uh, Western time in the Western states, 3.30, that puts this at about 2.45. I'm trying to infer from the photograph where it's being, where they're delivering them. It's hard to say. It looks like it might be at the, in a golf course parking lot, Yeah, which that is weird. Fits. They're delivering them as golf carts, which is weird. Tesla cart. Maybe there's a truck next door with the golf carts and they're saying, hey, look how different we've become. If they were just a golf cart company, you would be complaining that you couldn't do 36 holes in one. That's true. (laughs) Without having to charge. That is so true. But honestly, that image right there is of a future which is quite different than uh, we have right now. The idea it's a that, truck delivering cars, buddy. It ain't that much different. No. Where's the diesel? Where's the... Smokestack. Com- com- yeah. I mean, come on. That's a renewable future right That's there. That's a humming great sign. It is. I love it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I love it. I can't wait to be driving down the five and going past my first Tesla Semi full of Model 3s. I will swerve off the roads and crash, but I won't because autopilot will save me. I can't wait to be driving down the same five and see my Tesla full of Model Ys and Roadsters being delivered. Uh, I I can't wait for the show to end. (laughs) (laughs) That's hurtful. That's upsetting. You know what's really upsetting is that I'm going to have to leave in just a few oh, minutes. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have to go to this thing called Lo Maxima, which is Homeboy Industries, which is Father G. Oh, that's where, awesome. Where, um, you know, tonight they're actually honoring um, Jerry Brown, the former California governor, who was California governor when my wife was in high school, yes. who then became California again recently, and they're honoring him tonight along with all the homies and homegirls, and it's going to be a cool night. It's a great charity. You should go check it out. Homeboy Industries. And I'm also just looking at the back of uh, Tom's uh, Mac here, and it Mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing of the world on there. Yeah, so I bought this cover to try to hide some of the information that was uh, stickering on my computer for the video show, which is now over. So you wasted your I didn't really need to buy this. I think it looks really classy. Luckily, about three years ago, I kyped one of uh, Mel's credit cards, so... Pretty much everything I everything buy is, is on him. He doesn't notice. Yeah, I don't even notice. So, you know, we're talking about all kinds of electric vehicles. We talked about a cars, truck. And we talked trucks, about a semi. Golf carts. Golf carts. Mm-hmm. Right. All of them are electric now. We talked about the original um, car. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, 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 baker. Baker. The, baker. Oh, the baker. The baker. The baker. Yeah, the butcher. And the now, candlestick maker. And now, yes. coming at you from General Motors. Yes. Maker of the EV1. Yes. Formerly crushed car yes and the volt yes and the bolt mm. with a b comes the bolt ev boat bolt <laughs> ev a, boat well it's a boat made yeah. by gm marine using the bolt's innards yeah the they base. actually call it the move marine 
First. That's a good, no, horrible name. Forward Marine First. FMF. Yeah, yeah it's what not the F? good. FMF. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you know, it's like uh, Bolt, Volt, Bolt, Boat, Bolt, Volt. It's, it's a lot of four-letter words with similar syllables and letters. Yeah. But so explain showed, what does it look like. They I, showed off this pontoon boat. Pontoon? What does that mean? To, it's like, to like kind of like a catamaran style situation, but okay. not really. Uh, it's more it. of like okay. a platform than like a Sabid boat or a cigar boat. Sort of a leisure cruiser. Go good on. for lakes. Yeah. Uh, good for very calm ocean like or you could have it in your bathtub waters. probably gonna be cool in there if you had a large bathtub you, you could, could yeah. yeah you probably yeah. could in your bathtub but yeah. like good for lakes yeah uh-huh. and bays and uh i actually there's a electric sort of pontoon boat in marina del rey that i've gone out on a number of times but it's very slow yeah this one i don't think is very fast either no probably not but maybe 20... faster they said it was really inspirational that the bolt with a b had gone so many hundreds of thousands of miles with reliable uh, drive system, that's what inspired them to yeah. make this pontoon boat with the Bolt drive system. Well, well, that and they work for GM Marine. Yes. That that was probably also inspirational. So it has a top speed of 20 plus miles per hour, which I don't believe they use in boating. Is that 20.1? Don't, don't, don't know how that translates into knots. Yes. Or, or otherwise. It's got the 60 kilowatt hour battery, got the 7.2 kilowatt of charging, takes... Uh, 9.3, <laughs> this is my favorite part, Yes, 9.3 hours to charge at 220 volt. Mel, any guesses as to how long it takes to charge it at 110? 72 hours. Two days. That's 48 hours. That's 48 48 hours. hours. So He's better than us. Less than an order of magnitude incorrect. Than... That's pretty cool. That looks cool to me. I would, I could see myself on yeah. beautiful electricity. <laughs> uh-huh. In that boat, wine and cheese. Raise your hand if you're listening to this show and you're surprised Mel wants one. But but here, but hold on a second. Uh, the I, beautiful thing about this I is... I don't you, want one. I'll tell you why. You own an What are the two best times of a boat owner's life? Oh, the day that they uh, sell the boat? The day they buy the boat and the day they sell, sell the boat. The Get boat. the joke right. I I've never owned a boat. Day... I have no desire to own a boat, but I want you to own a boat. Right. It's the best friend of somebody who has a boat that's electric. It's not polluting. You get the wine. You get the cheese. You go out on the boat uh-huh. and you say at the end of the night, uh-huh. thank you very much. I'm out of here. And this is where I'm going to get Mel to buy a boat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mel has an X. Yes. And it has a tow hitch on the back of it. That's correct. Very conveniently located on Wonderful. the on the back of it and can pull a boat like this. No problem whatsoever. He also has a father-in-law who he mm. loves so very much. And his uh, father-in-law lives on a lake. He does. He lives what? on a lake. He probably loves to fish. Oh. If he doesn't love to fish, he'd probably like to just putt, putt, putt around yeah. every once in a while on a boat. And just and, imagine if you live on a lake uh-huh. and let's say your spouse uh-huh. wants to sleep in on Sunday morning. Yeah. Doesn't want a lot of noise. No. Motor. No. no. And you want to just sneak out yeah. and catch a few beautiful fish bring them back Drown surprise some her for breakfast drink some beer yeah come back by breakfast wife doesn't even realize you've mm-hmm. been gone yeah. because the boat is silent i think your father-in-law deserves a boat yes you're right i'll do it <laughs> sold how much is this <laughs> it's not for sale yet it will oh. be available in 2020 <laughs> 2020 oh, oh. and you can tow it with your volkswagen ladies and gentlemen boys and girls <laughs> I've really enjoyed this, but I do have to go. Oh, I'm going to leave it in the incapable hands of Robin Tom. Very hurtful. To finish off the show. Mm-hmm. But there's another show. What? 
It's called Elon Daily. Is it? And I'll I'll see you on Monday morning. Elon Daily. It sounds familiar. What do you think it's about? I think it's uh, about enough of stuff that you can take care of your daily needs hey, okay. while before you're listening I, to it. Before I go, uh-huh. let's just do a thing. I'm going to... This will be great. Can you introduce Monday's Elon Daily? Let me give you the date. If you guys could, and then I'll just clip it in. It'll be really funny because people have listened to this show and then they'll listen to Elon Daily. They're like, what's happening? It's, so uh, it's Monday, April 1st. And oh, it's April 1st, so it's even better. There so, you go. go. It's going to be you a ready? full state thing. Both of us are individually. Yeah, together, like do some sort of back and forth. Go. Hey, Tom. Yes, Robert. What are you doing here? It's April 1st, and we have taken over Elon Whoa. Daily. Power move. No one knows it, but we've taken out the little guy because he was trying to usurp our power in the Tesla universe. We're going to call it Talking Tesla's Daily. (laughs) No, it's going to be Elon's Daily. Elon's (laughs) Daily. Excellent. And we have to say it like Elon's. And today we're going to talk about things he can't pronounce. Yeah? What's the first thing we're going to talk about? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's all okay. of the things. All right. I like this. This all is right. a great plan. So here we go. Elon Daily for April 1st, 2019. Fool! That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to freak people out. All right. I really do have to go. Thank you for introducing the show that's not the show. That's the other show that's coming out. Oh, and April 1st, people are going to like, what's happening? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Herbert out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I donate a lot of money, Mel. I will. Yeah, donate a boat, a ton of money. He's so tiny. It's so easy to do that because it's not my money. Yeah, he's so little. Yeah. And powerful. Well, you know, he has a full sense of himself. And now he's gone. Yes, he is. Now the show can really begin. But he can still hear us because he's out beyond the triple, quadruple pane glass. Yeah, I don't know if it's being projected out there at this moment, but it doesn't really matter. Anywho, what should we talk about next? We've talked about boats and semis and cars and trucks and buses. Oh, we didn't talk about buses. No. But let's talk about vehicles that you don't have to drive and why oh. you don't have to drive them. I love autonomous driving. So you did a story on Market Watch. I was looking around today looking for stuff to talk about. <laughs> and I found this article from Market Watch. I like this article. Did you? Well, I'm, it's not like something that I would consider doing. But when I <laughs> pulled it up, there's this picture of this most gorgeous young woman wearing almost no clothes. And I wonder... Is that because I looked at this article like four <laughs> times in the last couple of days and it's like, you know, tracking me? I don't or what? I, I, all I see is a picture of a car. Oh, no. But like when this shows up on the side. Oh, the yeah, ads. It's the ads. Ad yeah. Yeah, no. So the picture is a driverless concept car from Mercedes where it's like two suicide doors opened up. And the four seats are facing each other. Oddly enough, there's still a steering wheel in this car, although it's sort of an F1 shaped thing. We digress. The reason that they wrote this article is because there was a study, a new study, yes. in the journal Annals of Tourism Research. Right. Like, they must have some pretty interesting, <laughs> pretty interesting concepts. How can we get Amazing. people interested in touring, you know, this right. obscure place? Uh, because you can have sex under the park benches? I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, come on, guys. I don't know. So they're like, people may be sleeping in their vehicles, which will have implications for roadside hotels, and people yes. may be eating in vehicles, which might have implications for restaurants. And that led us to think, what else could one do when they're free of driving? And they concluded that sex was going to be a very popular thing to do in a driverless vehicle. 
Yeah, so this kind of reminds me of Japan. Not because people in Japan are having sex in their cars, <laughs> but in Japan, when you stop at like a, you know, an exit, one of these rest stops, uh-huh. they have, I've been to a few of them, and, and I would say no less than like 40 complicated vending machines. I mean, there's a vending machine for like a cigarette, uh-huh. right? You put in a, some yen and out pops a package of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then there's some that you would get like a soda, right? And it drops uh-huh. out in a can, but there's others where it drops out in a cup of ice. Ooh. That's not so new. Or French fries. French fries. Freshly fried. Or like ramen, hot, steaming. Beautiful. Ramen. Love that. You know, all kinds of like an ice cream sundae made for you. Not like all packaged, but like goo starts dripping down on the ice Why cream. Why don't we have that stuff here? They'll have them with condoms because people are going to be having sex after they're, uh, they're going to have have no, I, fruit, want a, I want an ice sex, cream sundae, and you went to condom. And, I and then after the cigarette, that. the ice cream sundae. So interesting. Sex and driverless cars. It's coming to a driverless car near you. Yes. In and, a weird, and we're, it's and okay. Awful. You don't have to send us a letter about your experience. We won't read yeah, it anyway. No, it's fine. Um, and the other thing <laughs> about autonomous driving is this. Yes. I've logged comes. into my Tesla account. Hold on, everybody. So on March 1st. It's March 30th right now, 30 days ago. There was a blog post, a a Twitter, a post, some conversation from Elon of Elon Daly's Musk. Yes. Where he said any customer who bought a Tesla prior to this week's price adjustment will be able to upgrade to autopilot for $2,000 or full self-driving for an additional $3,000. Those who previously purchased enhanced autopilot and just want to upgrade to full self-driving will only pay two thousand dollars okay in other words less than they said originally hi this was very exciting to me i was like i'm gonna now be able to get full self-driving at some point when they're ready for two thousand dollars yippee ki yay m effers i say and then did you do it so I went to my Tesla account to yes. see what the skinny was. What's the situation? How do I go about this? Hi. And the first time I looked, it was $2,000. Okay. And you did? I did not do it because there, it, it's still not a thing that exists. You know that, right? It's not a thing that right. exists. But if you did it. Okay. Okay. But that doesn't okay, say the, the blog in any time in the blog post that I just read to you was not yes. like you have two weeks, you have a month. This is what you're getting and this is why you're getting it. Period. End of sentence. But now when I go into my Tesla account, it says it's $5,000 for that upgrade, Robert. Oh. I emailed Tesla on the 23rd. Today's the 30th. That's a week ago. I have still yet to hear something back from them, but I'm Mm. not happy. Would you like to now spend the next five minutes telling me how wrong I am for being unhappy about that? Uh, You are probably part of a tsunami wave that is coming up through the Tesla uh, Twitter or Reddit or Motors Forum of people that are unhappy as well. Yeah. I uh, don't know what to say. I guess you're you're complaining to me and I'm the fool who bought everything and I'm supposed to be uh, one of the, what do they call it? So you're Here. an eap Yeah, I'm an EAP, an apper. Have you yeah. gotten Yapper. early access to anything so far? Uh, I just got an update on my car yesterday about, you know, three and a half or four weeks after everyone else. This guy's ahead of you, though. Yeah. In, in software Herbert's updates. got the super early software. Oh, he's also probably an eap because he's... He bought, he bought it, everything he bought it too. on like a car he doesn't even own anymore. Yeah, it's true. But uh I want uh I want Elon. 
Is this thing working? Are you listening? You said it was 2000. The blog post is still on your website saying it's 2000. Let's yeah. make it 2000 and leave it. <laughs> well, maybe you should send them an email along with your credit card that tells them how much, how serious you are. Like, I'm on it. I want it. No, that's not the point. I don't want it until it's available. I don't want to buy something that doesn't exist. That's not really my jam. Mm. But I want him to honor the things that he said. I see. Because without your word, Robert, you are you get nothing. in trouble with the SEC. <laughs> oh, well, that's another right? story. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now let's move on and talk about batteries, gigafactory, or energy storage. One of those things I would like to talk about, and that would be energy storage in the Kintetsu Railway in Japan. That is, this is such a cool story. They installed 42 Tesla power packs, not as peakers, not as anything, as emergency backup electricity. So these Tesla batteries, 42 of the power packs, will provide emergency backup batteries in the event of a blackout providing a burst of energy for any tunnels that might be stalled any trains that might be stalled in tunnels or under bridges to get them to safety it's a little bit more than 7 megawatt hours of capacity and can deliver 4.2 megawatts at one time which is quite a bit and that's enough to move the stranded trains for about a half an hour in an emergency situation this is the fourth biggest installation in the asia pacific region we know the largest one is the one in hornsdale australia and doing very very well they're very very happy with it but i thought this was a really nice feel good story yeah and it and it supports probably the most efficient as far as uh environmental consciousness goes the most efficient transportation system because this goes from nagoya to the north down to kobe in the south includes kyoto yeah. areas it basically goes right through toyota city yeah where all the toyotas come from or at least some of the toyotas yeah come from. and i hope they're gonna occasionally use this energy to to just as normal power from day to day and not just have it sitting there because i really would like them to be more just more used as part of whatever it is, you know, bring the energy in when they have excess energy and, and load the batteries and then get rid of it during the day. And they talked about that a little bit in this article where like in the hot months when the air conditioners are going, they may use this battery pack to provide a little relief to the grid while still being able to power the train. So pretty cool. I hope the engineers who get this thing going yeah. are as excited and as bubbly as Herbert was here watching yeah. his on the phone. They're going to be like watching on the phone. We're charging on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just charging. Oh, it's all there. Or if you can see like the train moving on it, like using it mm. and stuff like that, that'd be very, very cool. So that's good news. And again, we've said on this show many, many times, the real monetary future, and maybe we're wrong. I don't know. Seems to be in Tesla energy. Yeah, for they've sure. They've lost their way a little bit because they've been having some issues trying to get cars out there. But I feel like in the long run, things like this are, A, going to be make it better to get rid of more of those natural gas-powered energy peaker plants and stuff like that and move us again towards a sustainable future. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people, it's the part of this show you wait for time and time again. And it's unfortunate that Mel is not here to bitch and moan about this. That means it's just going to go faster. It's the supercharger report with our very own Robert Rosenblum. <sighs> 
So there, as a prelude to the supercharger report, I'm going to just talk about the unlocking of V2 superchargers, which has now been documented on the Tesla Reddit. There are uh, people who are showing that in a Model 3 from a standard V2 supercharger Mm -hmm. pulling 147 kilowatt peak charge. That's 600 miles an hour from the original OG V2 supercharger. Crazy. That is so awesome. This was up in Petaluma, California. This means... People are going to get in and out of superchargers that much faster. And they were running this with the 2019.7.11 super um, uh, software, which is the one that Mel just picked up. I don't have that one. So Mel said on the Elon Daily, you know, that other show, Mm. that he was going to go down to Hawthorne and test out. And see, he's not going to Hawthorne. You're going to go to Hawthorne before he goes to Hawthorne. I'll just go pick his car up and drive around for a while. But actually, here's some interesting information. Is, yes. is today my car is about to come back from the desert. Yes. And it's going to be at low uh, charge, charge, low, low state, state of, of charge, charge when it gets home. So I can tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. Sunday, easy to drive around. Mm-hmm. I could drive to Hawthorne in the yes. Model 3 and see what the V3 is all about. Do you think it's worth it? you think I'll have to wait? Do you think I can get in there? I think you could. Okay. Well, if not, you could record some uh, other people who are in there oh. or record the fights between people trying to get in there. But chances are it's going to go so fast uh, with that water-cooled, you know, I want you to hold on to the power cord and tell us how warm it is as you're Sucking down the electrons. So I'm going to do that tomorrow, and we'll see what happens. And maybe there'll be a twit, a tweet, a twit, a tweet, a twat, a tweet, a tweet. Awesome. So the supercharger report goes like this. Okay. We heard that as superchargers uh, were being installed at the end of last year, they were pulling back because they wanted to hold back and not install that many more V2 superchargers. They wanted to start installing the V3 superchargers. Uh-huh. Do I have any way of telling you which of these Superchargers are in this reporter V3? No. I'm on the edge of my seat. No, unfortunately. But I've been asking people to tweet me uh, to give me an update if they have found any more V3 superchargers so far. All we know out is at the Fremont factory, there are a few, and at Hawthorne, there are two. That's all I know of. But this last two weeks, from the 17th till today, the 30th Mm -hmm. of March... We have 19 new superchargers. Ooh, that's and a that's lot. Quite a bit. In fact, the most, the newest is in Uri, France. Uri, Uri, France. What, what do they make in Uri, France? Do you know? No, but I know. I looked at the hotel where it's installed at the Hotel Novotel Fontainebleau. Ooh. Fontainebleau. It's a beautiful looking hotel. I um, I'm ready to go check in right now. Uh, it's got a lovely outdoors with a pool and like a spa looking area it's mm. it's in north central france by the way yes and north central france known for french things french things <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know it's well it's in the champagne region so oh. champagne champagne but no it can't be champagne if it's not is it actually in champagne region so they can make champagne i there? thought i saw a lot of champagne names in place names it's just okay. south southeast of of paris okay so uh it's probably not in the champagne region and they're just typing the name champagne wow. to make it look like it's you know, place that tourists should go. So 19 superchargers, that's quite a bit. Yeah. Any under construction anywhere, buddy? 
We have 10 more under construction, six more permitted. I'm just hoping they're all V3 superchargers. I feel like they are. Yeah. I feel like they are. What do you want to talk about now? Let's go to space. Are you sure? I think so. All right. So we haven't talked about SpaceX for a little while in any real detail. So I thought today we would discuss, we would talk about, we would relate uh, what's happening in the near future. What are the next launches that SpaceX is going to have? And while I was doing the research for this, I happened upon this little website called S Padre, S-P-A-D-R-E, Dot com And it's a live view of lovely South Padre Island where you see people walking on the beach and you see uh, another view of people walking on the beach. <laughs> but there's also two shots of the SpaceX facility in Boca Chica that they are constantly rotating through. And today we're supposed to be some hopper tests. I'm not sure if they were able to capture any of them in their video, but this thing exists and they are on 24 hours a day just live streaming the heck out of the beach and the Boca Chica SpaceX facility. So if you're bored, you're sitting around, throw it on. Uh, yeah, I was watching watch it. it. I was watching it um, Thursday. There was a guy who had a live feed on. Nothing happened. I guess the winds were too high mm-hmm. or they needed delay. Then I was watching it on Saturday morning, waiting to see that. I mean, this is a big tourist thing. And South Padre or that section of Tesla, of Tesla, Texas, of Texas is a tourist destination. It's yeah. You know, subtropical or near tropical area. Big spring break area. Yeah. Big. And so a lot of things to do there. And so clogging up this little two-lane highway that goes down to <laughs> SpaceX launch site is going to be a uh-huh. major issue for them. But damn it, I think it's great that people are so enthusiastic and watching for this. But the next uh, launches are April 7th or 8th, depending on where you are on the planet. So it's going to be 6.30 to 8.35 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time yeah. on the 7th. Falcon Heavy is going to take off from LC-39A at the old Kennedy Space Station. And that is going to be carrying a big old satellite for the Middle East and North African area. And then after that, you've got a Falcon 9, again, from Cape Canaveral on April 25th. That's going to be a resupply mission to the ISS, also known as the thing the space station thing this yeah. i think it's called something else those by any by if you look at the tesla launch manifest those yeah. are the ones that keep they have dates set because they have to bring back the poop yeah take up the food yeah and also close you know they don't have a washing machine on the iss no that's not surprising you take everything and you wear it until you can't wear it any longer and then it gets packaged into a uh bag and can, sent home. Can you imagine what the spin cycle would do to like the rotation of that thing? Oh my god. That's right. Like, like an out of balance spin. an out of balance load kind of just like throws the whole thing out wow, of the whack. whole space station is crazy. jiggling. And then you got uh, Falcon 9 on May 16th from local Vandenberg. Vandenberg. So we could go there. That's going to have a Canadian satellite on it. May 27th, again from Cape Canaveral, another Falcon 9, the Amos 17 communication satellite built by Boeing and owned by Spacecom of Israel will also be providing communication services over Africa, the Middle East, and Europe. Then June one of your favorites, the Falcon Heavy, once again from Kennedy yeah. Space Center. We know how you love the 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 Falcon Heavy. Twenty seven Merlin engines firing at liftoff, 
going to be pretty exciting. That's so, going to carry a, uh, a, a secret satellite yeah, for the military. That's the U.S. Uh, Space Force uh, version situation happening. And then July 8th, just as summer's heating up a little bit more in Cape Canaveral, another ISS mission cargo delivery flight. And then... And then the big kahuna of all the kahunas. Summer's winding I'm going, down. I'm going. We're coming back to school and the Falcon 9 Crew Dragon Demo 2 will be launching from LC-39A at the Kennedy Space Center with one Roberto Rosenblum in attendance. Yeah, and as well, two astronauts will be on that flight. Mm-hmm. The first two astronauts carried from U.S. soil since the space shuttle was decommissioned. Doug and Bob. Doug and Bob. Doug and Bob. In fact, that week's show is going to be the Doug and Bob show. Bob and Doug. Oh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, remember? From the Great White North. Uh-huh. Hey, you hoser, give me some beers. <laughs> yeah, they'll have to be like that's a Canadian exciting. contingency to that show. We'll have to make ourselves a note about that one. So that's going to be very, very exciting. The dragon will return to a splash down at sea. It's just going to go up a little ways. It's not... Uh, is it going to the ISS? It is. It's going to go up. They're going to get off. They're going to get off. Is another astronaut going to get on it? They'll probably come back. They'll probably be bringing back uh, poopy or experiments. But so how or... do, how are the a- other astronauts are going to get off on a like a Soyuz capsule? Like because it only has limited capacity. Are they adding two to the? I don't know. We should have probably typically, looked into typically this. the space station has two uh, vehicles attached. At all times. Yeah. If they don't, then it's in a transfer position. So something's right. leaving, something's coming. There's always something up there for the astronauts in station to get off of. Right. So they typically leave an, uh, a Soyuz bolted on. Okay. Uh, but typically they're rotating them every three months. So we don't know who's coming off when Doug and Bob or Bob and Doug... Go no, on. but it's all online. If we only would have looked at the research, we would have found that out. If only. And then the last thing, it's not a SpaceX thing, but it is mm. an interesting space thing. And it's the spring of 2019, and that could be now. Yes. This is the Launcher 1 inaugural fright. So this is the Cosmic Girl. This is Virgin uh, Space, Virgin Orbit. I don't know what the hell the name of the company is, but it's the Virgin uh, situation of the space, and they are going to launch from the Mojave Air and Space Port, and I think it's called Mojave and not Mojave, uh, <laughs> sometime in spring, and they're going to drop this thing off the coast of California to test their little space rockety situation. Right. They're, this is a, a different way to get into orbit or to an orbital mm-hmm. platform like the ISS or some yeah. whatever space station. The plane goes high. Right. So they take, they use already existing, not as energy intense technology like a 747 to pull the rocket up to a high enough altitude, like approaching 40,000 feet. So then when the rocket launches, it doesn't need as much propellant. Thus, the rocket doesn't have to have as much uh, weight mm-hmm. and propellant to carry the propellant, etc. I think it's an interesting thing. It's uh, yeah, you know, that's probably the most likely way any of us will get up to a space station mm-hmm. rather than rocketing up with the incredible G forces that'll yeah. make people ill. And uh, yeah. you know, how many years do you think, Tom, until we're going to be hanging out on a space station? All of the years. I'm not going into space. 
But that's cool. But this thing is also <laughs> built mostly to put like commercial payloads up for a pretty inexpensive cost. In the Wikipedia page, when you read about this, it's about ten to twelve million dollars to throw your satellite up, which is like much cheaper, even I believe, than SpaceX can put a satellite up. I think it can hold a much smaller satellites for those little cube sets, but mm-hmm. still, it's just another way. And uh, there's a quote from Richard Branson in this article where he talks about no company should go out of business waiting to get their product in space. So if you're a little satellite company and you want to do your thing and you want to launch your stuff, but you're just waiting for some time to get into space, maybe uh, Virgin will fix that for you. So that's coming up in spring and now... Electron as well. They they launched from uh, New Zealand and they're a low-cost, low-Earth orbit uh, launch platform. Nice. Very cool. And another thing we don't talk about very often, we haven't heard uh, news from in quite a long time, is the Hyperloop. Yes. And there's not much happening in the Hyperloop space, Robert. Have you heard things about Hyperloop that I am unawares of? So I looked at this article in the Daily Beast, and this article is a little bit misleading in my sense. There's two articles on Hyperloop, but this first one, the title of it is Hyperloop Dreams Slam into a Cold Hard Reality. So they talk about a scathing article about unimpressed officials visiting the boring company, but in fairness to Hyperloop technology in general, and there's still a couple of companies working in that space, boring company isn't really part of Hyperloop. It's their own kind of different thing. So she got a little bit off kilter, in my opinion, when she was talking like about not it. Not doing but, enough research. Yeah, but the like the, the last mass article in like the mass media I could find about something new happening in Hyperloop was in February of... February 18th of this year, which is not that long ago, but it's a while. And it's basically kind of about them not really working that hard (laughs) towards Hyperloop. It seems to have hit a little bit of a lull in the technology of Hyperloop. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of, I don't know if support is it, but you have to not only develop the tube and the vacuum and the shuttle that goes within the tube. They need like stations and how do you move people more effectively than what we have now? Like, you know, there's Grand Central Station in Mm -hmm. New York, which is a hundred and I don't know how many years old. And basically almost all of the transportation hubs are built on the same platform. People just walking from here to there with escalators and stairs. You know, the, the way that they had started to envision moving people were like a pod comes to your doorstep and you load in it with your luggage and the pod is moved via like a autonomous vehicle yeah. to the station in your pod. You're just shuttled into a hyperloop and pew, yeah. taken away. You get to another place. Maybe you have to switch from hyperloop to hyperloop. The pod does it. You never have to leave the pod. Right. Or I guess you would have to leave the pod if you needed to have a tinkle or something. <laughs> but, you know, so the thinking around how to change the entire scope of transportation is what they've been working on. And I think that there are some laggards in that, is yeah. some stuff that isn't working. But the real reason I think that the Hyperloop needs to be, uh, you know, really built up and put between major centers and uh, is for, for freight, yeah. you know, to move a ton of stuff that has to come by truck, like refrigerators yeah. and, you know, all the unexciting things that we don't really think about, it would be great to have so many fewer big trucks. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some exciting, you know, announcements in the past about 
in Chicago, one going to O'Hare. And it turns right. out now we have a new mayor and people are looking at it and they're saying, mm, we don't really want to do this. And there was a little bit of pay to play from that company that was involved in the Chicago thing, donating money to that current mayor's campaign. So there's some weirdness potentially happening there. Right. There's some, been There was another story a little while ago about in Missouri about a Hyperloop potentially from Kansas to St. Louis in a half an hour, mostly moving freight, mostly moving people. So it feels like it's kind of just slowed down a little bit. So we'll keep an eye on it. But I wanted to just make sure we were updating a little bit on what was going on. There should be another Hyperloop competition. They typically take place at the very end of the summer. Yeah. I was going to look that up just uh, to see because it's always exciting to see what they're coming up with. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the, the schools, the colleges, the engineering schools that have focused on Hyperloop are spending a lot of effort, a lot of manpower, person power to create different systems. And I think that's... It's not all gelling together. Yeah. yeah. Once it becomes, once there's something viable, I think we'll move a little bit forward. But it, it was like this real. There was this race and this push, and everything was seemed like it was happening. And there was one in the desert, and they were doing this in Dubai, and then all this stuff, and it's just sort of slowed down a little. So we'll keep an eye on it for y'all out there, and we'll keep moving forward. And now, actually, it's July twenty first. I just looked go. it up. July twenty first at, uh, at at SpaceX. At the SpaceX Hyperloop uh, competition. Nice. Yeah. Does it say how many people have joined? Uh, it talks a lot about the past. It's, uh, yeah, here's the, the teams. Below are the teams that have been selected. There are a ton of teams here. Nice. Okay. So we're going to see. So the, Washington, Switzerland. The technology seems like it's still moving forward, but maybe the economic viability of some of the projects that we've talked about in the past is coming under question. So we'll, again, we'll just keep an eye on the technology. It's all, all very, very exciting. And now it's your favorite time of the show. It's letters. Time for letters, but it's favorite when Mel tries to pronounce people's names. It's true. I can't possibly mess up very well, much, but... Jay Nelson sent this to me in Twitter. Via the Twitter. Yeah. And it's really, really funny. It's a image of his Model X. It's a video. It is. A video of his Model X opening up the Falcon Wing doors and just clipping the top of a supercharger and the lid of the supercharger tumbles off. Yeah, the Ballard. Yeah. And it almost looks like as the lid is starting to flip off, the doors kind of flex and pull back a little bit like, oops, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder what kind of sensors are actually on those doors because I, I, I didn't tell you about this, but as I was leaving the Model Y event... Yeah. I got into a Model X. They were using them as shuttles over to the parking area. Right. And I was in the second row of seats. There was another gentleman in the other seat, and there was a guy getting in the front door. And he was kind of sitting, standing under the Falcon Wing doors, and the driver pushed the close button on mm -hmm. the doors, and they hit this dude in the head. Nice. I thought they weren't supposed to hit people in the head. Yeah. I thought they're supposed to have some kind of sensor that says, like, don't move now. There's right. a person there. Yeah. But they don't. It's uh, it's challenging. You know, the it is a Fabergé egg. It was made. I, I was driving uh -huh. as the front seat passenger in my friend's Model X, mm -hmm. and he pulled up to a curb that had a tree with very prominent roots that were kind of sticking up where you would expect there to be soil or, or, or uh -huh. grass. And it's like the door automatically opens for you. you yeah. Know? And it just like saw these roots and freaked and stopped. So I couldn't get out. And then I kind of pushed on it a bit, fought with it a bit, 
And I got the door to open, and I got out just fine. But the door was really quite hesitant to open up. Well, I mean, I'd rather be hesitant than hit a person or yeah. a thing or, or scratch throw itself. throw me out. Right. <sighs> On the Tesla website, if you look on the X uh, you know, pages, there is a little quote. Each door is equipped with sensors to monitor the proximity of surroundings and smoothly open up and out of the way. Presumably not hitting people. Yeah. Well, I'm 6'4". You are. With shoes on. Very tall, man. And uh, the doors don't open high enough for me. No. So no. I wouldn't be buying an X. You can't have everything. No. The next letter comes from Kirk Danielson about Model 3 standard range. Hey, Kirk. He says, hey, Mel. Oh, sh- another oh, hey. Well, I guess we don't have to read it. Okay. Because it's just for Mel. Mel's not here. Oh, <laughs> let me read it for you. No. Love both Tesla shows. Keep it up. Just listened to your Wednesday Elon Daily and wanted to give you a Los Angeles area standard range Model 3 update. A friend of mine just ordered his standard range yesterday afternoon and was scheduled to pick it up at the Burbank Delivery Center today. One day One later. One day delivery. Wow. It happened so fast he wasn't ready and will be picking it up tomorrow instead. Oh, two-day delivery. So it looks like some standard range Model 3s are available and being delivered. Thanks for the show. Kirk, but I really think he meant thanks for the shows, Kirk. Also, this goes back to a lot of things that we've talked about in the past. All the Model 3s sitting there at the Burbank airport ready to be delivered. Right. Bunch of Model 3s in uh, Burbank near the, I think, the Disney parking lot. A friend of mine spied a whole bunch of them hanging out there. So yes. apparently they're just making some of the more popular configurations and you can pick it up. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have uh, the inclination to buy a Model 3, make sure you plug in Laney 9300 when you get that so we can get some fake free supercharging. Or Robert yeah. 3177 would be excellent as well. Mel has one, but we don't care what it is because he's not here right now. I just know it had a big number in it, <sighs> like 9,000. Yeah. I don't know. Colin Ross writes another comment to a post. Is that what this was? I don't know. It says, great show, exciting times at Tesla, off-topic funny thought, Mel on Elon Daily, <laughs> <laughs> Melon Daily. Oh, I see. That melon, was the joke. Melon Daily. Melon, melon Daily. Like Melon Daily Melon. I like melon, Melana especially Sight this time Daily. of the year. So melon. thank you very much, Colin. That is quite funny. And I will be making fun of his melon-shaped head oh, the next time I see him. What? Damn, it's that's fine. hard. That and the is next hard. video message letter comes from Sanjeev Batra, Tesla's Invade Europe. Yeah, that's crazy. There has been so much on the internet about mm-hmm. Teslas in Norway, Germany. Uh, I saw one in Spain. I was just exciting as heck. Exciting as heck. So this is actually a video of Bjorn talking about a big load of Model 3s arriving in Oslo. It's a link to Bjorn, our favorite tuber. One of our favorite tubers. I don't we know if he's him. even our favorite tuber, but he's a tuber that we like, and a lot of people listen to him. But it's a giant. Look at the size of this ship. It's a Glovis, and it's just got Model uh, 3 after Model 3 after Model 3 coming off that. Look at that. Look at that. It's That's a, a beautiful thing coming boat. off that ramp. Apparently, they're all left-hand drive, though. Norway's a left-hand drive country. A new right-hand drive Model 3 has been spotted. Oh, Testing hello. out in the south uh, south of San Francisco. Okay. Which is exciting. A lot of folks is sitting in England. Yeah. Of course, Australia, 
Japan. Mm-hmm. All those countries need right-hand drive cars. Yep. The next letter comes from Patrick J. Reed from Bandon, Oregon, a place to play golf and do other things and probably to live a pretty kick-ass life, I would gather. Uh, and he wrote, I got the $7,500 tax credit on my Model S back in 2016. He bought a Model 3 for his son last year and want to get the tax credit again. My accountant is not so sure I can claim it again. I figure you gentlemen have purchased so many of them. I can hoping you can tell me that I can claim it more than once. Oh, yeah. You can get one for every car you buy. That is correct. Yeah. And he bought it in 2018. So, so the way that golden. it worked for me last year when I plugged in a uh, thing is they ask you what car you bought, what year you bought. They think you plug in the VIN number into like the, your turbo tax, which is what your account is using anyway. So just get turbo tax and do it yourself <laughs> uh, unless it's very complicated, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it'll tell you right then. Boom. There you go. It'll give you the credit or it won't give you the credit. I'm assuming it's tied into something professional, but. Who knows? It's the as opposed to a random number generating machine. It's, it's the government. Blah, 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 blah. And the last and final letter of the show, Andrew Locke. I think. Yeah, it comes from Andrew Locke. Hello to the two tall Americans and one short Australian. So accurate. It's like he's in the room with us. Oof. Well, we were on YouTube for a while. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> now that he lives in New Smyrna Beach. Florida, right on America's space coast, he's been paying extra special attention to the SpaceX launch schedule, and a handy-dandy app that I use for this purpose is the SpaceX Time Machine. Have you heard of this? Which gives information, launch times, locations about upcoming SpaceX launches, as well as archival information and photos. So check it out, space nerds, and I think he's talking to us. Yeah, I'm going to have to check this out because I haven't seen it. That's why I love doing the show is getting you guys sending us letters, even though we haven't read them in the past. not our fault. Be on your (laughs) pen and send us letters because I've used SpaceX Now Mm -hmm. app and it's very good, although it doesn't have dates all of a sudden for the past month or so Mm -hmm. for all these launches, such as the ArabSat. The ones that we mentioned. Yeah, yeah, they only have the CRS in here. And I wonder if maybe the app... Uh, the fellow who's running or the f- girl who's running the app yeah. may be on vacation or something. Even on SpaceX's website, the normal desktop version oh, of sucks. the West Stop, they only put the past launches yeah. on there. They don't have anything It's very, very forward. bad. So when I look for the launch manifest that we just ran through a little while ago, I just go to whatever space.com or I type in launch manifest because I like to get to I like to see where all the other launches are happening because there's launches happening all over the place. Turns out other countries are throwing rockets up like it's going out of business. It's true. It's good times. And that's it, Robert. Talking Tesla 147 is in the can. It was a great show right at some point, like halfway through. Something better happened. I don't know what it was. It's hard for me to put a finger on it. Yeah, because it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) it left the room we'll see y'all in a couple of weeks if you're a patreon with episode 148p uh dash six uh patreon (laughs) episode we don't know what it's called actually but it's coming we'll make up a name no more video at least for now chances are that will change or maybe it won't but it possibly could and if it does it'll change back again anyways but here it is that's the end of the show say goodbye Goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Robert. Goodbye, Mel. Bye, Mel. <laughs>